Welcome to the Top Gear magazine podcast, a peek behind the curtain of what it's really like to drive other people's cars for a living. These are the stories behind the stories. Hello everyone and welcome to the Top Gear magazine podcast. I'm Jack Rick sitting alongside Ollie Marriage and Ollie Q and today we are sticking our hands deep into the Top Gear archive, rummaging around and seeing what we come out with. I was worried what you were going to say there. Glad it's the archive. Yes. Um, so this one actually was uh, a, a feature that all three of us participated on. Ollie Marriage did the writing duties, um, but, uh, but, but we, we were both there. It was a triple test where we took uh, three of the most hardcore supercars in the world and took them to Britain's gnarliest B road, a proper Top Gear feature. That, um, in fact, if we give the road its give the road its proper description, Ollie, it was it was in a pool quote oh, on the, the feature. Hard not, it was the hard knot on Rhino's passes in the Lake District, and I think I called it Britain's steepest, gnarliest, twistiest, and uh, most, most pointless, pointless road. Most pointless B road. That was it. <laughs> it was being built by the Romans. I think they got in there first. Then it had all fallen into disrepair until it became like a tourist route. In the eighteenth, in the nineteenth well, century, hang on, some I stage. thought the Romans were only known for dead straight roads. Dead straight, all dead roads flat. lead yeah, to yeah. Rome. And no, this they needed road one doesn't... over here, and they weren't. They couldn't do a straight one. Yeah, and all roads <laughs> lead to Rome except this one, which leads to the middle of absolute nowhere. Exactly. I mean, even the opener in the the mag is just a shot of these three cars, which we should get into, looking like they're about to drive off the edge of a cliff mm-hmm. into, you know, into a lake. I mean, it's just completely is no <laughs> yes. right being there. So yeah, the cars. Yeah. Let's take a trip down memory well, well, lane. Well, let's yeah. let's put, let's frame it in time. So it was twenty fifteen. It was it was autumn twenty fifteen, and it was it was quite interesting. I think we'd done performance car of the year earlier that year. We'd done it in May June time at the Red Bull Ring. And that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Good speed um, that. that but was the one with the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but it meant that some of we there was then cars that had been launched that year that hadn't been taken part in Speed Week. So we'd had. The McLaren 675LT, the Porsche 991 GT3 RS, and the Lamborghini Aventador SV. Um, And they'd all arrived, and they hadn't been in Speedwing, and we thought, well, what can we do with them? And it was one of those things where everyone else just takes them to a track, and yeah, we could have taken them to a track. Because that's what they're designed for. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what they're designed for. Um, We said no. That's exactly what they'd be expecting (laughs) us to do. (laughs) Just getting a little insight into how Top Gear feature meetings go here. Now, what's everyone else going to do? Do you know what I'm going to do? Right, we'll do the opposite. (laughs) But also, that time of year, I mean, depending on where people are listening to this, you might think, yeah, November, weather's lovely, but in Britain, it certainly isn't. So you're kind of thinking, right, if we wait for the weather to get better that'll be about may next year mm-hmm. during which time there'll probably be even more new supercars mm-hmm. we need to sort of test them now yeah so let's test the water let's see if the manufacturers are mad enough to lend them when the mm-hmm. roads are icy salty yeah. dirty wet yeah and the weather's filthy and there's about 10 minutes of daylight and amazingly they all said yes yes yeah, yeah. And it but it is that time of year with when storms with names become a thing. Mm. So that was just luck actually. No, normally I'm sure you're aware that when you go out to do a photo shoot, the, all you want to do is make sure it's going to be bright, sunny, dry roads, lovely. For this one, uh, we drove up the I remember driving up the M6, having got all the cars together, driving up the M6 in pouring rain, mm. thinking Actually, this would be better. Yeah. This, if this weather hangs around, and it did properly, mm. it was so, I mean, proper windy, really, really heavy rain. Embrace the chaos. Flooding. Yes. Yeah. The moment you say, we want 
dark, brooding skies. We mm. want torrential rain. We want it to be freezing cold. We want that. We want you know ice on the roads because it makes it more difficult. And that's the whole idea. And it means this. we don't have to clean the cars every five minutes. Yeah. With bits <laughs> well, that, of kitchen that roll. to be fair, that became a sort of Top Gear trait quite a long time yeah. ago where um, you realised if you want to keep a car shiny and perfect on a photo shoot you're going to be wiping it down every every half an hour especially if the roads are a bit grimy and, yeah, yeah. and, and in winter whereas we said no 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 if it's a feature slash road trip wear the dirt with pride absolutely and don't clean the cars. Saved us a lot And it allows Ollie Marriage to have a rummage around in his dressing up box and get out his favourite outfit, what we know affectionately as the North Sea Fisherman look. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Birdseye. <laughs> Without the beard. Although you did yeah. have a very fetching moustache. Oh, you, you had can, to bring you, that up. That's how you can tell this was shot in November because Ollie Marriage was sporting an absolute whopper of a charity moustache. <laughs> My finest look. Yeah, um, no, you but, had your ski yeah. gear on, didn't you? Yeah, I did because their cars were enclosed. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. the real heavy duty stuff comes out when you're in the caterums and atoms and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So the poor old but, photographers um, had to basically put a stake in the ground so they didn't mm. blow away. Well, and we were <laughs> yeah, nicely, yeah. nicely warm inside. <laughs> so this feature, what I really love about this, this feature was shot by Mark Fagelson and David Hale, who are probably the two most prepared for adverse conditions photography and videographer there is. Mm. They're also best mates so they They're work together really mates. well yeah they do work, work together brilliantly <laughs> Tweedledum they, um, and Tweedledee after day one they had to go shopping for more Gore-Tex <laughs> the Gore-Tex twins had to go and get more Gore-Tex because they literally everything was ruined wrecked <laughs> spoiled and off they went to Keswick to get some more yeah yeah, uh, that afternoon. So, so the drive up. I'm. Do you know what this is? What this is eight years ago now. More than eight. No, pretty much bang yeah. on eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was only a couple of months after I joined. I remember you getting the knock. Don't you fancy coming along on this one? Going, yeah, not half. This yeah, is... I was excited too. This was my first like UK supercar group test. This mm. was one of those like, oh crikey, this is quite grown up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll just want me to drive the camera car. Oh no, wait, you have to <laughs> pick the bright green McLaren. I remember um, just before we set off, Charlie Turner, the editor at the time, um, sort of, uh, off you go, have fun, go and create something beautiful. And I remember thinking, ah, oh, what a lovely little phrase. Not sure how beautiful it's going to be. Though. It's going to be like <laughs> go and create something wet. It's going to yeah. be. But it's... the pictures are some of my favourite we've shot because they are so unlike what you normally mm. get when because it's not smoke pouring off the tyres and mm. all the rest of it. It's Ollie Q driving the GT3 up the hard knot with one of its front wheels about half a foot in the air, which you'll claim as you know pure skills but uh, that's <laughs> it was literally just, what the, the car's so stiff the and the undulations so st- are just mm. so extreme yeah. yeah so it was no but it was great so we drove up and the uh, yeah the idea was to go and tackle the hardest passes in the in the Lake District specifically the Rhinos and the Hard Knot which have got a fearsome reputation for just clutches blowing in most normal cars mm-hmm. also excellent names Mm. Yeah. Which don't underestimate yes. that when you're when you're planning a feature, <laughs> hard knot and rhino. Yeah, for any for any listeners wondering, the phrase "it's a hard knot life" did make it into the magazine. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> yes. As, a, as a, just a sort of random subhead yeah. about halfway through the feature, mm. yeah, yeah. we should bring that back. Mm. Yeah. But I can't remember. The, the Lamborghini had nose lift. It was the only one to have nose lift. Mm-hmm. But, and you really need it because the, the I think the gradient on the hard knot hits something like twenty eight percent. I mean, it's really, really it's like driving up a wall. And with the hard, with the hairpins and things, which just I don't know when they were last surfaced, but sometime in the nineteen tens or twenties, <laughs> I expect. So you just end up right basically driving up this sort of semi sealed goat track. 
um, in these cars with no suspension clearance, very wide. So you're always stressed because these are really, really narrow roads. We, we weren't, were we on winter tyres? I don't think so. I, the, the Porsche certainly wasn't. I'm pretty sure. I don't no, think any I of them. Don't think we I think were. the Lamborghini might have been. But well, then what followed later would probably well, imply we'll that it was We'll get to the wasn't. Lamborghini's yeah. tyres in a minute because yeah, yeah. that was a bit of a spanner in the works. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we should say we weren't just trying to wantonly kind of abuse these. The fact, mm. what the point we were trying to make is, you know, at the time, these were the three most hardcore supercars you could get. And we were going, how much more hardcore can these things go before you just what's the point in even having number plates? What's the point mm. in even having a radio or something? Should they just be racing cars? Should you just buy a trailer mm-hmm. and take it there like that? So we go, right, let's find Britain's stupidest road. Mm. And, you know, let's answer the sort of question, you know, why are cars like this even road legal? What's the mm. most extreme way you can illustrate that? We'll put them on a, a stupid road. And I mm. think actually, although the McLaren, I remember them saying, oh, don't worry about the splitter. Yeah, it hasn't got nose lift because it's lighter, but the splitters are only about 15 grand. But I, think, <laughs> I think besides the slum, somewhat scrapey, scrapey nature of the... Why not just six, seven, put a five, bit of, they were okay. I don't know, plastic underneath it, you know, yeah. a sacrificial... <laughs> <laughs> something Some that's not, that's not something gloss carbon fibre mm. but yeah I, I think they, they did actually hold up very very they well they did especially the McLaren splitter which I think scraped something like 28 times mm. on yeah. the mm. way up but it was funny as well how you know the, the Lambo all of a sudden, being four-wheel drive, mm. brilliant. With nose lift. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, that's basically oh. a defender mm. in this situation. Need to whereas, us. Yeah. yeah, we did, we did manage <laughs> yeah. to... Um, yeah, meanwhile, the GT3 RS disgraced itself when I slowed down on a cattle grid to talk to the photographer. And then when I tried to set off again, the rear tires <laughs> were on the wet metal and it just sat there spinning its tires. <laughs> and you thought, on the cattle oh, grid. Yeah. we're going to be here forever. Yeah, How do we at, get off? Uh, I think it was on a slope, wasn't yeah. it? So we had to push it back. Yeah. We yeah. managed to push it. Get the tyres on tarmac get, and then yeah. kind of do launch and control to get, <laughs> to over, to get it. over it. But there you go. You can stop cows, sheep and pork with, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> with a cattle grid. But predictably, I remember with, with the Porsche, yeah. Did it have nose lift? Didn't need it. No, it didn't, that one. Didn't need it. No, but it then just didn't. did that Porsche thing of yeah, just being annoyingly just, good and unflappable. Yeah, just yeah. enough ground clearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, decent visibility, enough boot space to take mm. all the anoraks, and um, off you off you crack. I thought the anoraks were driving the cars. <laughs> <laughs> but we did. Um, the only mishap, proper mishap we had was the Lamborghini had acquired a puncher. It did. We don't know exactly when it happened, but we came out of the hotel at the start of day two and found it flat as a pancake the rear tire which it was, was one of the about, you know it's a steamroller size oh it's a 355 yeah. width t- rear tire so it's immediately not something they would had yeah. on hand at quad dealerships in the lake district <laughs> not that they had any quad d- <laughs> dealerships in the lake we were miles from anywhere and mm. staring at this very special tire thinking how are we going to get hold of one of these so um well, we, we located we one. We've got yeah. a foam in it, which seems to be holding all right, but we still thought we'd better have a new one. Well, it's still 50, 50 mile an hour limit, isn't it, once, mm. once you've got the foam in it? Yeah, we were um, never going near 50 miles an hour anyway. <laughs> no, no. It, was, it was 50 miles an hour, that's a dream. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the tyre was located in uh, Lamborghini Manchester, wasn't it? It's about 100, yep. but 130 miles away, something, something like, like that. that. Not yeah. ideal on a photo shoot when there's about five hours of usable daylight mm. yeah. and you've got to yeah. spend four of them going to Manchester and back yeah, in the yeah, only yeah. SV you being in mug, the country. You being Muggins here, who, um, or, you know, hero over here, who stuck his <laughs> hand up and said, Look, I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll crawl it um, at 50 miles an hour. Did I stick to 50 miles an hour? 
I may have hit 55. <laughs> <laughs> but it took a lot longer than it should have in a Lamborghini. And you don't want to be doing a long road trip in that because, I mean, we should bring up at this point the cushion. Oh, yeah. Shouldn't we? Yeah. Should we explain the cushion, Ollie? It was how I started the story because Lamborghinis, Lamborghinis have never had particularly good seats. The, Lambo, the seats in that one were abysmal. <laughs> they were just, I think I'd describe it as like being like two pallets because it, there just seemed to be no padding, no real shape to them. It was just like sitting on hard surfaces like a church pew It was like whoever designed them thought they look good and then someone else went, do you want to sit in it? Before? No, no, yeah. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, they yeah. look lovely. Mm, yeah, so yeah. we'll put them in the car. So then... I bought a couple of sofa cushions from home. Frilly bits on the edge. A you know. hardcore Lamborghini with scatter cushions in. I mean, and he had a, he had a, he, hey, it improved it. He had it? a candle on the dashboard. <laughs> he had, he had a, a blanket. A couple of doilies. But it really Made it, it made it usable and fine. We're better. Thing better, is, yeah. I think. Lamborghini will now be going, ah, uh, our seats are always rubbish, are they? But cushions make them better. <laughs> hmm. Merch opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Merch. We'll sell you a carbon a cushion. 400 fiber cushion. Carbon <laughs> fiber woven Lamborghini cushion, 450 euros. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Yeah. 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 It's an opportunity. But anyway, mm-hmm. got a new tyre. Yes. Got it back. And we actually, the, 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 the go, being on the hard knot on rhinos had been so extreme because i think we'd gone over to wast water hadn't we mm. we'd gone all the way over the hard knot and rhinos towards the coast and then we'd gone back into wast water and sort of found sheep and all other sort of and floods loads of flooded roads and mm. branches falling off trees and all the other stuff that goes together with yeah. and a couple of UK panicking um uh, photographers and vi- uh, photographer and videographer yeah who were saying this is all lovely but we haven't got a shot of the cars doing more than 10 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. um, maybe maybe a bit of speed for variety. Maybe one where they yeah. look like they're moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a road with a flat surface. So where do we head? We headed to back to the other side of the M6. There's a really nice road that goes, I think it's up to the town of Alston. And we went up that side instead, which is more open, still really quiet, really nice, and actually gave us a little bit more opportunity to... Drive them dynamically. Mm. Fancy that. <laughs> Do you remember as well? I remember we were up there, you know, and these th- so the Lamborghini was a kind of candy red. The Porsche's bright orange and the, the McLaren was this um, sort of Kermit the Frog green. So it really stood out. And we were up there in the middle of nowhere and then a guy came by in a C63, the old V8 one, if you remember this. And he sort of drove by, sort of curiously looking. And then he came back about 15 seconds later and pulled the biggest drift I've ever seen on a public road. <laughs> just to sort of go, all right, chaps, nice to have you. And but just, I own this road, just so you know. And I was just, I know you shouldn't, you know, it's not big and it's not clever, but I was like, Fair play, because there was a huge <laughs> drop there. And just to sort of exercise his... What was his he checking? Just, just checking you're not authority. police in your, yeah, in yeah. your Lamborghini McLaren. Yeah, Porsche. obviously like, nope. you're enthusiast, I'm enthusiast too, but also watch this. And then just an enormous power slide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which we that weren't could have doing. been an absolute legendary hold my beer moment. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, yeah. He very nearly away was. With it. I don't remember that. There's those kind of things. It's sort of been printed on my memory. If you yeah. are that person, then get in touch. Mm. <laughs> the other thing I remember is that gang of road workers working on a mm. working somewhere up in the middle of nowhere mm. suddenly came across like half a dozen guys in high vis. Mm. Thought we so, were very lost. <laughs> so no, we are deliberately supposed to be here, <laughs> yeah, exactly. not looking for the Nurburgring. <laughs> There's also a picture here, Ollie, of you uh, putting a bike on the roof of the McLaren 675 yep. LT. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, did you actually ride the bike or were you just posing for no, the camera? No, that was posing for the camera completely and utterly. <laughs> it wasn't even my bike, that was David Hale's bike. Ah. Um, but he brought it up there because he was going to stay up and do some mountain biking, which I think he thought the better of when he'd seen the weather. <laughs> we're going to need um, more Gore-Tex for so, mountain biking. Yeah, so we even stuck it more. on the roof of the McLaren just to do it, to get another shot of, yeah. the, of, of that. Well, it was, it, look, it, yeah. it was, these cars, they're so easy to berate, you know, mm. so many of these hardcore cars. Mm. We, we drive them on track, yeah, they're fantastic, but then so are, so is a race car, which, mm. which is designed specifically for the track. So mm. it's yeah. so easy to just call them pointless and, and show mm. boats because they've got big wings sticking up in the air and they tend to be bright colours on big wheels with more slashes and vents and stuff. But yeah. It, it made you fall in love with the cars a little bit, doing something proper with them. Yeah. And and they, by the way, you know, apart from the Lamborghini tyre, which we got replaced, there was there was no damage on any car. They all no. handled it perfectly. No awkward they, yeah. phone calls the week after. From, <laughs> no. We've just seen under this. Do you mind telling us what you've been up to? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. But it it, was, it's always the way, isn't it? You take, you do inappropriate things or do things with cars that they're not necessarily designed for. You have stronger memories and more of an sense of adventure and all the, the stuff we really enjoy doing comes from those sort of these conversations afterwards where you've yeah. done something silly that you wouldn't normally do in those sorts of cars and mm -hmm. actually you've tested the cars in a different way. And you always and feel like you form a bond with a car when I feel like it's been like you and the car versus the world. Yeah. Whether it's been like the weather or a really dodgy road or just, you know, against fate, whatever it is, you've had some bad luck. If you, when you get to the end of a journey and you've sort of been tested and come through, you kind of feel like, yeah, we did it together. And that's and it's, even the journey home from this shoot was a bit like that because you were talking about name storms earlier and yeah. there was an absolute humdinger of a mm. storm, like the sort of storm that you get in a kind of Disney Remember movie. Remember the name? <laughs> yeah. like, uh, I think it was it was even Storm Barney? Barney, we think. I've just been looking up name yeah. storms of 2015. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was proper, you know, black clouds and light, fort lightning and thunderclaps. And I can remember seeing it in the rearview mirror as we were heading south, back down the M6, sort of running for safety, running for cover. Proper and the game. radios kind of crackled back into life, first signal for a few days going, you know, the Met Office saying, do not travel unless absolutely <laughs> necessary. Make sure your vehicle has a shovel and a life support kit and your vehicle is appropriate for the conditions. And I'm there in the McLaren going like, oh, I don't really fancy yeah, this. <laughs> it's got a roof. Um, necessary travel. Yeah. Well, it's working. Home. It's for work. I need to get home. But, I yeah. need to sort of that was just a great convoy. And every now and again, Ollie would just like Ollie was in the Lambo and would just sort of drop a gear and you'd hear this sort of wail from the middle distance of the V12. <laughs> it's like a spike of wheel spin. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that too because I, I I was in the Porsche and had a uh, uh, not a date a date to meet a friend in uh, in Putney. I seem to I don't know why I remember this bit and so I was in a real hurry to get there to meet them and just I'm had coming this, in a Porsche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just had this fantastic drive and it's the, the exact drive you wouldn't think that car would be mm. good at. And I remember yeah. just that PDK gearbox, the way that it pings through the gears at mm. sort of 8,000, we can go all the way to nine, but oh, it's just so satisfying. Mm. And I was like, I just did a long journey in a GT3 RS and enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm not sure the current car would be would be quite as good. We should find out. We should find Well, this is out. it, isn't it? If we were doing this, this has been eight years, eight what you're years. saying. So, yeah. yeah, what are the hardcore supercars of today that we should take to a mm. stupid road? Because really, even, we're sort of yeah. in between them because we've only just had the event stores obviously now out of production. That's been replaced by the Revuelto with a 1,000 mm. horsepower, but we're a bit early in the old oh, life cycle that's, for that's a still in one. the That's still in the cuddly. 
Yeah, that's version. like the one litre LX, isn't it? We're still waiting for the. For them I should to do say the before we before we give our opinions, um, if you're listening on Spotify, uh, we can do a poll under the pod. So let mm. us know. Go if you had to do a hardcore, the ultimate hardcore supercar test, inappropriate on, car for the conditions. Yeah, in, yeah, on an inappropriate road. Give us your cars. And give us and your, your road. roads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the, yeah. Who can come up with the most the inappropriate one, combination? We might even go and do it. Who knows? But yeah, yeah. What, 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 what cars have come? Um, this is how we do feature ideas, by yeah. the way. Well, because of course the six seven five LT that was the first McLaren to get the you know the long tail treatment, mm-hmm. and then they did the six hundred LT with the mm-hmm. top mount mm-hmm. exhaust, and they did the uh, the seven six five LT, which was pretty scary but again they're now in the sort of in the lull between well, hardcore been, ones they kind of been replaced yeah. by 750s so and the Artura so it's yeah, sort of yeah. there's not a new stripped one yet like I said Lambo hasn't and then like yeah Porsche have just done a GT3 RS which is mind blowing on track but I can just never get over how much of a wally you look like on the does road have a, <laughs> does have a nose lift though does, <laughs> does have, have a nose lift, lift. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know it could do well um, Ferrari they've obviously been Busy with hardcore stuff. SF90XX. Competizione. Yeah. Yeah. SF90XX, road legal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. All right. (laughs) There's Uh, a Ferrari contender. Porsche easy. Porsche easy. Who else? Um, BMW, they've been, what they've been sticking wings on. No, they've just been pretending that a (laughs) 1700 kilo M4 is a CSL. No, I've got it. It's Aston Martin, isn't it? The most oh. inappropriate car for <gasps> yes, conditions is going. taking an Aston Martin Valkyrie to yeah. somewhere like the Hard Knot or mm. the Peak District and, yeah. and it, it, finding out its breakover angle before you just yeah. skid down the road yeah, on the bottom of the tub. And if there's been, you know, a light dusting of snow, we can just go <laughs> sledging in it. Yeah. <laughs> just Turn it upside <laughs> down. <laughs> I don't think you even need to. This, uh, the, the ride height is so low that I think as long as there's two inches of snow, you'll just surf mm. on your belly, won't you? Yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the car that's come along since we shot this test, which has yeah. made all these look like Rolls-Royce Phantoms, hasn't it? Mm, it yeah. That's the hardcore yeah. supercar to end them all. <laughs> Well, there we go. Um, that was fun. We yeah, need yeah. to do that again. Um, I feel very warm and cozy right now in my nice yeah. studio looking at these Lovely pictures. Looking at these <laughs> pictures. It's like being in a sort of like sort of roaring fire where you look out into grim weather. It's yeah. a fond memory. <laughs> but... We were also saying, you know, eight years ago, uh, the way that we approached video was very different. So there is a video of this somewhere. somewhere. We think it's on topgear.com. Um, yeah. and along with the, the the story that you can read on topgear.com. So make sure you go and have a, a read of that. Have a watch mm. of the video, which has a lovely, um, very gentle, sort of silky voiceover on the top of it. Oh, it? yeah. It's like if yes. Oddie Marriage's audition for sort of nighttime audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> Whispering Marriage. Video. Yeah. Welcome to the Hard Knock Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, there we go. That's enough. <laughs> um, so yeah, go and check it out. Comment uh, underneath the pod. Let us know about your um, dream hardcore supercar and appropriate road combo. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, I'm off to go and dream about backache in another for uh, Lamborghini. Yeah. That's the one that gives you back. I'm gonna go and pitch a cushion to them. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. Catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Top Gear Magazine podcast. Hope you enjoyed that. And don't forget to subscribe, to leave us a review, to leave us a star rating. But also check out what is in the rest of the feed because as well as interviews, we've got our monthly uh, behind the curtain look into the issues that we make. And also there's some new audio tidbits coming. So like Jack says, subscribe. Subscribe.